Hello, welcome to He Plays, She Plays, the podcast where we play video games and then sometimes we talk about them multiple times. I'm Jacob. <laughs> and I'm Deva. And today we're going to be revisiting Monster Rancher because I'm more powerful than I knew. Oh! Here I was on that petitions website. And one, Proud Boys are now terrorists. That was me. <laughs> Two, Monster Rancher port now in English. Also me. Who knew that Change.com was so powerful? <laughs> turns and out, you specifically. <laughs> it turns out petitions work. <laughs> so today we'll be revisiting Monster Rancher because I can now play it on the Switch in English. Yay! <laughs> you, and you have been. You have been consistently playing it on the Switch in bed while I'm playing other games. Yeah, because while it's you're easy. working. I, as I said in that previous <laughs> podcast, Monster Rancher is a perfect abnegation style game. You can just pick at it. It doesn't take a lot of attention once you figure out what you're doing. Yeah. When you haven't figured out what you're doing, it's uh, maddening. But I know what I'm doing now. So just to start, and much to Dave's chagrin, I'm going to explain some of the differences between this game and the original Monster Rancher 2. Yeah, so I won't have a lot to say here because... I have genuinely tried, but I will listen to your information about Monster Rancher, and I will try very hard to look interested. Okay, so this is not a port of Monster Rancher 2. This is a port of Monster Farm 2, and there is important differences. Monster Farm 2 is the original Japanese version. Monster Rancher 2 is the game we know in the West, and things were changed. They're not the same game under the hood. Because... For the record, they look identical. They would. If you're playing casually, you won't be able to tell the difference. But if you were playing competitively, and yes, there is a competitive Monster Rancher scene, and there has been for two decades. How, though? I will explain that later, but there has been. The if internet didn't even exist when this game came. Like, it it would barely existed. It was like limping along, coming out of the sludge. That's the magic of Monster Rancher. People have <laughs> always cared about it. Okay. So, I'm going to give one example. And the worst thing about this is the changes they made for Monster Rancher 2 were objectively good. They were fixing things. So, everything they fixed is gone. <laughs> Monster Farm 2, I'm going to give a couple examples of how it was different. One is natures. If you play Pokemon, you may think of nature as like a personality for a monster. And that is similar in Monster Rancher. And they have implications in gameplay. So... There are certain moves you can only learn with a monster if they're good-natured or bad-natured. In Monster Rancher 2, it's fairly easy to change your nature one way or the other. The math is simpler. In Monster Farm 2, if they started good, it's basically impossible to get them all the way to bad. And getting them to neutral doesn't do anything for you. You won't get any of those moves. Which means certain monsters can't learn all of their moves. Ever. So now, say you're playing... Monster Rancher 2 port to Switch, the one we've got today. And say, like me, you want to train a Joker, which is an evil, masked murdery guy with a scythe. I called mine Kronos, because that's good. Because <laughs> that's good. It's good. <laughs> and because I named him Kronos, I wanted his scythe to be the most powerful thing in the world. So I focused on power, and then I went to learn Death Scythe. So this is a good-natured evil Joker. Well, that's the problem. I chose the tiger, <laughs> the tiger Joker subbreed. So he's a blue man and he trains speed better. Pretty good. But he comes with a good nature. I needed him to be bad to learn Death Scythe. And it took fucking years 
of making his training worse to get him to a point where he could learn Death Scythe. So he is objectively worse because I gave him that move. He would have been better if I just left his basic moves. Yeah, you turned him into a dick. <laughs> but only momentarily. As soon as I stopped trying to make him a dick, he became good again because he just really wanted to be... <laughs> He, he just wanted to be the Joker inside. He knew he could do better than his brethren. Yeah, I guess so. And you punished him for it. I don't know. I find this game problematic. <laughs> Here's the thing. He it, cheats and you're like, good job. Yeah, I was. And I was feeding him um, sweet jellies. Basically spoiling him. I was spoiling him <laughs> for years to get him to just barely a bad nature. So that he could learn Death Scythe, fulfilling his destiny of being Kronos. <laughs> And then immediately he went back to good because I couldn't hold him back. <laughs> but during that time period, he was cheating a shit ton and not getting good stat gains. He's getting jellies for it. Yeah. Honestly, I mean, I kind of want this life. Have jellies be terrible. Yeah. You just have to learn Death Scythe and it's fine. So he's not a good competitive monster because I had to spend so much time on the nature bullshit. And he didn't live as long because the Japanese version had shorter lifespans than the American version. Well, it's because you made him eat all those jellies. No, it had nothing to do with the jellies. He just naturally had a hundred weeks less. Everybody has a hundred weeks less lifespan in this version of the game. Which, again, the entire community thinks was a bad move. That's so sad. It is sad, and it's also pointless because That's they two had... Years. They live two less years. They do. We all... aren't allowed to get a dog with too short a lifespan. Because yeah. you think it'll be too sad. Yeah. But I don't care about monsters, so. <laughs> That's so heartless. Well, as we discussed in the previous game, to become the best at Monster Rancher, you have to stop treating them like animals and start treating them like math. <laughs> I am objectively making more powerful math these days than I was before. But you have to name them. Yeah, but I usually name them puns. <laughs> like, I'm not like, That's a Pickles. No, I call him Kronos because he's got a scythe. <laughs> I don't know. I just, it feels so mean. I've been barely paying attention. Like, fair fair play. I've been barely paying attention while you've been playing this game because I try to be interested. I am not interested. You say that. But the other night, we were playing with what is objectively a great improvement, which is the shrine mechanics, the CD thing. Because we don't have to have CDs anymore. Yeah, we don't have to have we CDs We don't have you anymore. running around this house, finding all the CDs that I did not know that we owned. Yeah. Two, two improvements. There's a speed-up mechanic. Like, you can you can fast-forward the game. Not in a not in a skipping week sort of way, but in the game just moves yeah, fast. The, it's moving faster. It's the same thing that we had in, uh, like, all the Final Fantasies, the cheat, where it's, like, three yeah. times speed. Though, funnily enough, in the North American Monster Rancher 2, you could skip training. You could just press triangle, and it finishes. And you don't have to watch him get hit by logs. This game <laughs> yeah, because you don't want to see the results of your own. It's much easier cruelty. to. It's much easier to abuse things you can't <laughs> witness, like out of sight, out of mind. He just um, gets punched by a log off of a platform. He loves it. Or like drowned in a river. His his bio literally says likes getting hit by rocks. <laughs> it his, does his, not. He gets a plus one from dogs. It does not. It says ironically likes Jacob. Yeah. Hates, <laughs> Hates life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, because that's the funny thing. Regardless of how you train your monsters. Because they love you regardless of how you They treat don't them. love you regardless. They can't actually dislike you. I actually treat my monsters really well. 
Imagine that. And there's tons of people online who are like, I don't understand this game. I can't get my monster to live past a year. Those are the monsters. Yeah. Those are the ones that say monster dislikes whoever Jimmy Fucknuts. Monster dislikes Jimmy Fucknuts because he can't live for more than a year. I mean, why would you like Jimmy I don't understand these mechanics. Feed them and let them rest sometimes? What's that? You don't do that. Even you as a child. full of drugs. Yeah, and they still live longer than a year. <laughs> like, again, like my, my techno dragon named Redacted, who does all of my, uh, what are they called? Not adventures. They are... Redacted is a good name, by the way. I yeah, actually I so. really enjoyed that name, but continue. Redacted's the one that goes on adventures to get golden peaches and drugs. And basically makes all of my money these days. Because you freeze him to death in between. Freezing's lovely. It's the best way to die, and it's the best way to stay between missions in Monster Rancher. You cryogenically freeze him. Redacted will never die. Unless he's working for you. Yeah, Redacted will never die. He comes out of hibernation, goes on fun adventures, and then he goes back to sleep. I wish I had that life. I have to work. In fair play, that does sound like a pretty sweet life. Yeah, (laughs) shit. I'd rather fight people every once in a while than have to have a day job. (laughs) But only certain people are allowed to fight people for a living. Anyway, you've got to be totally distracted. Redacted's a good monster. He's over six years old. He's probably going to make it to seven. I'm a good trainer. (laughs) While we were doing the new shrine mechanics and I was asking you for CDs... Which, you just know dad songs. <laughs> we just went through all the dad music. I went through all of my dad's music, and you didn't find a monster yeah. that you liked. So we went through <laughs> your dad's music next. So the way I usually train is I train a power-focused monster um, using uh, Paradoxin, which raises power and skill. But you kind of have to go get them. So you can't just buy them from the store. So while I'm building up Paradoxin, I train an intelligence monster in between. So I had just trained my intelligence monster. I had three Paradoxin to use on a new power monster. So we were hunting specifically for a power monster that I could love. We're going through Meatloaf's giving us all these fucking pixies. R.I.P. R.I.P. <laughs> R.I.P. Pixie. And, and a bunch of monsters we can't use. Yeah, Elton John. We went through. Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, all the dad music. <laughs> And then finally we're like, okay, all your dad music didn't work. We better start going through my dad music. And I was brought up on shitty pop country. So we started going through Shania Twain songs. And we were like, okay, what's one of her songs? And we're like, ain't a man of mine. (laughs) And so for those of you who don't know, Shania would like a a squeeze and tease and please and kind of time. (laughs) And that song, Any Man of Mine, produced... What is probably the most horrific thing ever, a crab dragon. He basically just looks like Discount Cthulhu. He's really good. No tentacles. He's bright red. He's bright red. He's got a crab's face. He's got pinchy claws, which is where we went, wait a second. That monster's name is Squeezin. (laughs) So thus, we began training Squeezin. He became too powerful too quickly, which made it difficult. He gives you a Squeezin pleasing. Kind of time. Yeah. And I've been training my monsters to competitive standards. Like, I've been using the different competitive stat levels. Basically, you can train a monster to perfect stats. It's tedious as fuck, and no one runs tournaments with perfect statted monsters. It's actually more difficult to train a monster within the parameters of specific stat numbers. Because you have to min-max. So I've been training Squeezin. You know I love min-maxing. 
Yeah, you don't like to engage with any mechanic greater than attack things hard. <laughs> attack things hard. Do I have to wear armor? I had to min-max you in Bloodborne, and that required I make you stop putting points into Axie <laughs> and strength. You just wanted to basically dump points into strength and at put Axie. And put at Axie. But me putting you out of your comfort zone got you... The um, Augur of Abridus. The Augur of Abridus and also the, the sword that does the same thing that Axie does. But, but better. Yeah. Well, yeah. I forget. Ludwig's sword? I forget. Ludwig's Holy Blade, which is objectively a better weapon. It doesn't have that spin attack. How dare you? Spin attack is How a thing. How dare you? Axie is the best. But now we're into a different game. Point is, it is required that one of us does engage in the mechanics. <laughs> and that's always me. So I'm playing this game, which is nothing but mechanics. Monster Rancher is watch your monster walk around a farm and then a bunch of mechanics. I think we've discovered why I don't like it. <laughs> because it's mechanically heavy. It is I helped you build Squeezin. Yeah. And uh, that was it. So Squeezin. <laughs> and then you instantly stuffed drugs into him and I got sad. Yeah, why don't you tell us how you feel about the whole paradoxin thing? Well, because you just you just drug him. And it takes away his life. Yeah, but then you give him a golden peach. Yeah, you and put a replaces... peach in his ass, and apparently it's that you got from your other slave. We just talked about how Redacted's living a sweet-ass life. <laughs> Lives better than I do. Yeah, but you give him a peach, and apparently he gets his health back, but he can only ever have one, and you have given him more than one Yeah, but, but I know how the math works, and I know they basically cancel each other out. Basically. No, you just keep drugging him. And he's not allowed to sleep, and he's, he's telling yeah, you that he's sad. I drugged him for three months, and then I went, okay, now look at his stats. And even you went, okay, those are really good. <laughs> because three months of paradoxes. Then you try to get him wing attack, but he's killing things too he's quickly. He kills things too quickly. And you're I, mad I'm at trying him for to, I'm not mad at him because he's too powerful. That'd be a silly thing to be mad at him for. <laughs> okay, so tech chains in this game. Sometimes you need to use a move a certain amount of times to get the upgraded version. But the problem is I need to use this move 50 times. And he almost always one-shots with it. So I need to kill 50 monsters. And he hasn't done it yet. Why can't he just be the monster he's supposed to be? Is that is the monster he's supposed to be. He's supposed to be powerful. <laughs> what if he wants to be good-natured or bad-natured? Well, well, he or is, even-natured? He, I don't know what the name choose He are. is good-natured. And that's partially because of another mechanic. Now, there is a change that I really, really think was admirable. It's something we all wanted. The lab is where you freeze monsters, and it's got a limit. And originally, the limit always felt too low. They've doubled the limit in this game. Thanks. That's good. That's a good change. They did not increase the number of items you can hold, though. There is a certain number of items you can hold. I think it's something stupidly low, like 16. And to train the best monsters, you need 10 of the same item. And I will explain why. There is an item you can get very early in the game by winning a very easy tournament called the Gemini Pot. Now, the Gemini Pot does two things. It lowers fatigue passively by a very small amount, and it raises fear passively by a very small amount. But they stack. So if you get 10 of them, it makes it so you never have to rest if you use the right item combination. You never let them rest. They don't have to. They're always feeling good. Would you sleep if you didn't have to? I mean, you, I you, probably you would. probably would. I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't sleep if I didn't have to because I've got the drive of a gladiator. And the fear bit makes them respect you, so they automatically move towards good nature as well. 
it's win-win. You get more loyalty and you get more rest or lack of fatigue, which lets you train stronger monsters. The number of pots you need is based on the amount they like tablets because tablets are the best. More drugs. No, it's like kibble. So they're the best. (laughs) So tablets are the best food. All right. That's acceptable. Yeah. So it's like the it's like the food we feed our pets, the, the good stuff from the vet. Okay. So they're eating the good stuff from the vet, and that lowers their fatigue and stress. If they like it, it lowers it even more. If they don't like it, you need 10 Gemini bots. If you do like it, you only need three for the same effect. But I don't want to have to worry about that, so I just have 10. Regardless of how much my monster likes tablets, it'll have the same effect now. But that also means 16 is probably too low, but it's not crazy high. I think we might be able to hold 20 items. Half of my inventory space is a bunch of fucking pots. It's basically your mom's house. I have jugs. <laughs> jugs I have it. jugs on all the shelves. <laughs> and no space for nut oil. It's a jug museum. It's a jug museum. But I've got no space for nut oil because of that. <laughs> so I have to go and do item maintenance constantly, at least once a month. And that's tedious. But the monsters are stronger, and I can fast forward. So you can train a monster in in a few hours now. That's nice. But you need to really engage the mechanics to do it, like I just said. (laughs) You need to learn the math for all this, but only some of the math, because... Because nothing's more exciting than math. I know people like math, but like... Oh, man, if you really like math, you should look at damage charts for this game, because they're fucking ridiculous. There is like... (laughs) There is like a 10 by 10 damage chart for every single move in the game. How is that a thing? It like the damage is based on a single damage numeric, the force value, and then you apply the guts rate or the amount of guts you currently have when you use the move, which is affected by the monster's unique guts rate. And then that's also on table with the amount of power or intelligence they have, whatever the defining factor is. So you have this big fuck off grid for every single move, and the math isn't the same. So if you have the same guts rate and the same number of guts and the same amount of power and the same amount of force, but it's a different move, it has slightly different math. Why? What does that even mean? (laughs) The math in this game is ridiculous. And I've heard that part of the reason it's like that is because it was all hand inputted. Like we're talking about an old game at the end of the day. And the code for this new game is the same old code. Let's get back to that old game because... You keep mentioning this. I've seen you do it today, and it makes sense today. Competitive play. Right. Like, oh, man. It makes sense today. The internet exists. That was not the case in 1997, and you keep saying there was competitive play for two decades. So how? How did you possibly do competitive play? Okay. Now, this is going to exclude emulators, because in the last, like, I think five years, emulators have made it easier. But the way they did it before was... Do you remember memory cards? Do you mean like PlayStation 1 memory cards? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Okay. So you would either take that to a tournament in person when those existed because there were official Monster Hunter tournaments for a while. So you take your memory card with you physically. Or say it was going to be streamed and you weren't going to physically be there for it. You would. But there was no such thing as streaming. Yeah, streaming's been around in some variation for quite some time now. I don't know. Anyway, the the real answer is you save your monster on a memory card, and then you mail it. What? Yes. This is a practice. So you take Squeeze It 
You stuff it in a... In a PS1 memory card. Yeah, you stuff him in a memory card. You stuff him in an envelope. Uh Uh-huh. And then you mail him. Yes. And then what happens on the other side? The tournament organizer takes all those save files and likely puts them on another memory card for ease of access. So they don't have to keep swapping memory cards. And then they use those files to make the monsters fight. But you're not fighting your monster then. No. Oh, so some rando explain. is fighting your monster. No, there isn't competitive monster rancher that is human versus human. It's all AI. And there's reasons for this. One, it's... Re- the, mon- the man is the monster. The man is the real <laughs> monster. But, okay. So I'd have to explain another mechanic. Are you ready for another mechanic? Ugh. Okay. Is this so- like Squid Game for monsters? <laughs> no, it's not like Squid... There's no comparison here. <laughs> The owners what you, are oh, just... yes. Yeah, we just mail squidgums to different places. Yeah, and, and then, then you just compete. watch from a black box while wearing creepy masks and being well, like... I mean, <laughs> if, that is kind of how it works. Yeah, so it is Squid Game. It's Squid Game for monsters. Creepy masks are, you know, optional. <laughs> what you do in the privacy of your own home is completely up to you. So, okay. There is a factor for moves called withering. There's a stamina bar when you're fighting. It's called Guts. Different monsters regen guts faster, but realistically, that's stamina, and it's spent on moves. Stamina is a concept I think everybody can be familiar with from games. Yeah, even I am familiar with stamina. So, some attacks remove stamina on top of HP. So, you lose stamina from the move. When you're fighting people, it's very solved. You just pick the withering things, and you make it so your opponent can't hit you. So... Moves that wither are optimal. They're also really cheap if you know what you're doing. The reason the AI is more fun is because they don't always choose the optimal choice. When humans are involved, they always choose the optimal choice. It's the same reason why certain monsters are banned in most competitive tourneys, because there's optimal choices. But and you want to be optimal. Not if everybody always chooses. This is like Pokemon competitive play, which I don't understand. Pokemon competitive play is actually extremely different. Well, because there's all this like NU and OU and PU, and it's just like... That's the meta, though. Like, uh, every game has a meta. Like, if you talk about Smash, they talk about it in the same ways. There's tier lists. I guess. I think I just inherently don't understand. Yeah, because you'd have to engage with the mechanics of the game, which you refuse to do. I don't understand why. I don't... Like, because understand why you'd want to be on, like, because engage with the game beyond the game, but, like, in a way that is all math-based. I don't understand. It's like tabletop games. Often, within communities, people have special rules. Like, when we're playing Magic, no one wants to play against a mill deck. Right? No. I built one, and you all hated on me for yes, it. Yes, because you so, suck. So we officially were like, okay, mill's not really a mechanic. We like within our community. Well, I think think this is more what... Magic is a perfect example. You can min-max your deck to all hell. That, to me, does not seem fun. Like, who wants to min-max that hard? you know what you do? Instead, you get me to do it for you. No, instead, I just add dragons. Yeah. Because more dragons is more fun. Yeah. And you kill my fun, because you tell me that I'm not allowed to have any more dragons, and if I put one more dragon in, In I have to take a dragon out. In that same... And then it turns into, which dragon do I love more? Sophie's dragony choice. (laughs) Yeah, but your story here... You aren't being a reliable narrator here, because while that is a thing that happens, you also were very happy 
when I added tutors to your deck to make it more consistent. And you were really happy when I mathematically calculated the appropriate amount of lands for your deck. Wasn't that nicer? Didn't your win rate go up? Yes. When I added ramp to your deck, didn't that make your win rate go up? So what I'm getting from this is... So you had to drop down five or ten dragons. It's fun if you have somebody to crunch the math for you. Or if you're the kind of person who likes to crunch the math, and I do. You like to win. So what you do is you get me to crunch the math for you. If you got into Competitive Monster Rancher, inevitably... I'd be raising your monsters. You'd go, I want a, I want a fun pixie that I can take to this tournament, Jacob. And, and I then want I'd her be to like, be purple. Yeah. And I'd be like, but a purple pixie is not going to have a good guts rate. And you'd be like, I don't care. It's the one I want. Make it. And I'd go, okay. And then I'd spend a day making you a purple pixie. And then you'd take it to the tournament, claim it's yours, win inevitably. <laughs> well, it is mine. I picked her out. Yeah. She's the pixie and she's purple. Win inevitably, because that's how things tend to work for you. Your <laughs> dragon deck tends to win. And then you'd win and you'd love it. And then you'd tell me to make you another. <laughs> so you do get competitive play. You do get the meta. You just want me to do the work for you. <laughs> so you need a math bitch. Essentially. It's the same way that you go to sleep, grinding <laughs> happens, and then you come back and your RPG characters are all stronger. Honestly, it's... Riding uh, my coattails. <laughs> it's I, kind of the way to be. I have to crush the monsters. I have to hit them with logs and hit them with rocks, and you get the glory. <laughs> Who's the real monster? <laughs> it was you all along! <laughs> monsters rule. Okay, I think that's it, though. Yeah, I mean, if you ha can you possibly have anything left to say about Monster Rancher? Hey, if anyone in the audience is interested in playing some competitive Monster Rancher with me, you should hit us up on our website. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Leave us a comment on this video saying, hey, I've got competitive monsters. I'd like to battle them, too, but I'm scared of tournaments like you, Jacob. <laughs> hey, Jacob, make me a green pixie. Oh, you son of a bitch. That's not a good one either. <laughs> HeplaysSheplays.ca, by yeah. the way. <laughs> HeplaysSheplays.ca. You could also go to JacobMarsh.ca, hit us up there, or Jacob Marsh on Instagram. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>